Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Capital EA After Fives podcast series. My name's Ursula Kohler, founder and director of Capital EA, and it's Friday night in Canberra, and I am delighted to be speaking to Adele Selby, who's in Melbourne. And there's a little intro before we invite her to come on in. Uh, she's co-chair of Tribe Australia, co-founder of Sorelli Events, and EA to Lander and Rogers. Welcome, Adele. Thank you so much, Ursula, for having me. It's really great to have you here. And this is actually, for those that are listening, take two or three or four <laughs> of our podcast interview uh, due to technology issues. <laughs> We've managed to get you yes. on eventually. Yeah, exactly. Look, you know, and, that, and that's the, the wonderful things about technology. You know, when they work, they work really, really well. And unfortunately, when they don't, they um, they don't. <laughs> I know, and, the, and we've witnessed that. And I've said to Adele that the solution to all issues like this is to restart and start again. And that's something that we did and we're now working. So it's always about shutting down your computer or your phone and, and getting it back up again to get things working. And we're out of lockdown. And you're out of lockdown. That was the first point I was going to raise. You're out of lockdown. <laughs> yes, at last. <laughs> Freedom. At last. And you've had your hair done? I have for the first time since June, so I'd actually feel human again, which is fantastic because, you know, it's the little things that we've missed um, whilst we've been in lockdown, you know, getting your hair done, doing, you know, the pampering, the facials, which we still can't have a facial yet, but we will eventually. It's just the little things that we love and just make us feel human. Mm, I know. And look, you know, having a break like that is just too long, too long. And I think I mentioned I would have taken to, to the bleach if I had that long a gap between my hair appointments, definitely. So you've done very well to hang in there. And I know it hasn't been easy for you, your no. family, even working in the conditions you've been working in. You know, you've really, really made a big I suppose, you've, you, do you feel like you've gained some resilience through all of this? Yeah, look, I think I was pretty resilient beforehand. You know, as you know, I've, I've been divorced, got young children, you know, well, not young, but young adults. And I also look after my mum, who's 85 years old. So that's pretty much, in a nutshell, is a lot of work anyway. But because I've been divorced and, and my son has a mild disability, I, I thought I was pretty resilient. And then COVID hit and... Um, like everyone, it just took us by surprise. And and look, at the end of the day, we, we can only do what we can do as human beings. And we've all done it. We've all, you know, Melbourne and, and around Australia, we've all tried our best to to just, you know, get on with it. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? I suppose being part of, you know, learning to be more resilient to how you bounce back, isn't it? And Exactly. I, it's important to know that there is a future that, you know, you can delve into again and and start to enjoy the very things that Melbourne has to offer, which is which is so exciting. Oh, I yeah. think Melbourne's just been, you know, we've, we've just been hanging out and we're just thrilled to be able to, to walk out the door and not feel the fear that we can only be out for two hours and or one hour and not pass the five-kilometre zone and all that sort of stuff. So that's that's a big relief for all of us. I bet it is. And have you seen your family yet? I've seen my children, yes. I hadn't I hadn't seen them for a long time and um, I got to see them. My daughter actually cried, you know, just because that's mm. what I do. The first thing she said to me was, oh, mum, your hair's gone a bit grey. 
And I was like, lovely. Well, that's just charming. Thank you very much. <laughs> Typical. They always pinpoint the things that you, you, you're wanting to change straight away. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's nice that you got to see her. I know that that was a long time coming as well. And it's so strange when you can't physically see your family, isn't it? It's when you're, it's different when you don't see them and you're busy and doing various things. But when it's like you know you can't see them, it's a bigger deal than anything else. So I'm really, really pleased that that's happened now for you. Thank you. Now, Adele, we've gone through your career to date because it's always interesting to talk about someone's past and where they've been and why they've ended up doing what, they've, what they're doing today. I think there's always a consequence of one role moving into another that ends up finding us into another space or dimension with you know various people and to start with i suppose speaking of landro and rogers you've been with them for 17 years yeah in november it's 17 years so i've worked with landers for 17 years and i've worked in particular with an amazing man by the name of craig henderson who is the co-head of the family law department so I've worked with him for the whole straight 17 years and I've um, also for the last two years worked for a um, young and dynamic lawyer by the name of Amir Huzakovic. Um, he's a second-year lawyer. And, you know, we're really like a – I call us our, our team – we're kind of like a link. We just, you know, just support each other to get the job done. And there's no hierarchy between, you know, Craig, who's senior, to Amir, who's the second-year lawyer, or myself. We just work as, you know, just as a, a cohesive team, just to really get the job done and, and, and whatnot. So, and look, yeah, and that's fabulous because I think that makes for a better outcome as well on, on the job front. And how long have you been EAing with Craig himself? I started with Craig as a PA slash paralegal. But the role was a bit more than that. And the last two years, I think my, my role changed to EA, but I still do the paralegal side of things. So, yeah, so since day one, since day one that I started with Landers, I've worked with Craig. So it's been, a, a you know, a fantastic journey watching, you know, he's got such a brilliant mind as a lawyer and, you know, in business and just as a leader and really just watching him and, and learning from him. Yeah, I, I can imagine someone like that would be sort of form part of your family or your life after that length of time. Is he someone that attended your wedding or things like that? He actually did attend my wedding when I married Nate. You know, it's been 16 years that we've been married and I had a very small wedding because it was my second and it was a, a small little place and, and Craig popped in, you know, on his way to, to the airport and um, I was pretty chuffed because, you know, Craig actually came up, hang with me when I did my divorce as well so he's been there from the divorce to the to the wedding <laughs> to the new wedding so um i love it yeah i love it yeah and you know, our, our kids are around about the same age as well so you know i've watched his children grow up they would come into the office and we've just developed that relationship yeah i bet well after that many years you, you you'd have to you know which is lovely yeah uh, and so before that, and I suppose you started out in the paralegal, were you doing anything prior to that role that was administrative-based or admin-based at all? Before I started with Landers, oh, I've, I've done, you know, quite a few different things because I started my role when I was 17 years old. So my first gig was working for a small law firm by the name of Stedman Cameron. And then after that, I ended up working for a merchant bank 
in the mergers and acquisitions group. And I don't know if you ever saw that movie Working Girl, which I classify as the first, you know, Devil Wears Prada. Working Girl, oh, do you remember that? I don't know. Yes, I'm a bit older yes, than you. I, do. I do remember Working Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do which, remember. Where um, Melanie Griffith, she was, you know, this frustrated, you know, secretary who was, yeah. you know, struggling and wanting to to get into mergers and acquisition and, inv- you know, investment banking. And I saw that when I was working at Stedman's and I was like, that's my next gig. I want to I want to be in mergers oh, and acquisitions. So I did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, that's fabulous. I didn't know that that's what enticed you. And I still remember the scene, you know, with the coffee. Do you remember... You know, with Melanie Griffith, she was like, you don't need to make my coffee, don't worry about running around. And I remember thinking, oh, that's really special. Like, she's not making people do her errands. <laughs> but that's what they used to do in the old days, you know. It, it was it was like that in the old days, though, you know, bringing the cups of tea and whatnot, whereas now, you know, with Craig and Amir, if I go into the kitchen, yes, I'll make them a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, but it's vice versa too, you know, they'll go in and make mine as well. So it, it's a whole different, you know, generational, you know, decades, I guess. But, yeah, so that that's mm-hmm. what made me then go into mergers and acquisitions and then I went back into law. But then I I did criminal law as well. So I did criminal law probably for about four years and then went back into family law. So I've had that whole banking and finance sector and the legal sectors basically been what I've been doing for this time. Yeah, which is, you know, I suppose it's such an interesting role. I mean, how could you move on or try something else? You'd have every day, we'd have a, a different element to people's lives. And I suppose there's probably one part of maybe contributing to, to, to help changing people's lives as well. I, th- I think that's that's the key there. You know, we're very passionate and and we want the best results for them. And I guess for me, because I've actually walked in their shoes, nothing is more fulfilling for me than knowing that you've made a difference in someone's life and you've helped rebuild that life. And, and you know, being, being there for someone who, who was quite fragile and then by the end of it, you see them come out at the other side and, and they're happy and they're, they're looking at life with a new, new zest. So, you know, that's really rewarding and fulfilling. Yeah, I know. I certainly find that very interesting. And so, Adele, uh, going sort of back again, you know, there wasn't always an easy time in terms of your learning style and your your ability to pick things up quickly. You, you had dyslexia, didn't you? Well, yes, I and I still do. I still do. I've got a dyslexic life. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it doesn't go away, does it? No, no. I, you know, it, it, I kind of embraced it now. But it, it was it was hard and, it, you know, it's been a struggle all my life, um, you know, growing up in the 70s and, you know, in those days people never really picked it up. I was basically just told, look, you know, you have no potential, you're not really concentrating, you're not trying hard enough, you're not taking your studies seriously. And that was basically throughout my whole primary school years and high school years. My parents who thought they were doing me, a, you know, a big favour because being migrants, they were like, you know, we want you to work in an office. We don't want you to have the same life that we've had. So they sent me off to business college. So I went off to business college and again, you know, just basically scraped through. But the fantastic thing was I learned that I could do things differently and I could, you know, problem solve a lot quicker than other people. And 
I've got a great imagination and creativity side to me and I was a very fast typist, which was which helps when you want to be in these sort of roles. But I then finished business college and um, scored my first gig with um, Stedman Cameron. I had the amazing opportunity to have met my first mentor, who was Mary Cameron, and God bless her. She she saw something in me that other people didn't, and um, she took me under her wing and. You know, Mary was one of the first female family lawyers in Australia, by the way. So she was, she was a tough cookie and, um, she saw me and she just said, look, you know, you've got a lot of potential and with guidance, you'll be able to achieve whatever you want in life. So basically she sat down next to me and we went through cases and we went through how the court system works, how, you know, how to deal with clients in different situations. And it was the most inspiring thing I've ever I've ever dealt you know had in my life or dealt with in my life and if it wasn't for her I think my life would have changed in a different direction but she just gave me that confidence and that support and that I, I can't even explain it just that whole yeah it, it was just exactly which no one ever had so um when you've got yeah. someone that has that much belief in you you just you just shoot for the the stars, and that's what I did. Yeah, it's just wonderful. That's what it. Yeah, good on you. And it's amazing, you know, someone taking that time out. It, like, I guess there's always been, you know, I suppose mentors and coaches, um, and it's nice to know that she took that time to recognise it in you and let you know. Particularly years ago, you know, because I, I found over time people didn't take the time to do that as much as what they are now. You know, that's more relevant and more, you know, it seems to be more acceptable now for people to kind of grab a coach or a mentor. But, you know, it's lovely to know that you had that support back then. It's changed your life. Oh, it really has. And, you know, sometimes mentors come into your life you know, unexpectedly as well. You know, you could have a potential mentor that you you bump into that could be a family friend or could be, a, you know, a family member or someone that, that you just really, you know, get some inspiration from. And, and, it, and it doesn't even have to be a formal mentor. It, 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 you know, it can happen organically in passing and you develop this relationship mm. and bang, you've got a mentor and... I think it's amazing, you know, if you if you get that in your life, it can set you up. Yeah, so, you know, further on that, you, you've decided to become a mentor yourself now, haven't you? Um, I've joined She um, Mentors, that, you know, that is a, is a fantastic organisation and I love doing that. I, I do, did do mentoring at Landers as well over the years where I've taken uh, junior grad personal assistants and, and helped them forward in their careers. And then some of them have actually become lawyers themselves, which has been, you know, an enormous, um, I had enormous pride for them. You know, they, they, they worked really hard and they succeeded. And I, you know, I take my hat off to them and to be a mentor, it, it, it is really an honor. And, you know, you don't want someone to be mini you. That's not, that's not it at all. It's, it's giving back to someone unconditionally. Mm, mm, to help support them in, in exactly. their endeavours and their exactly. journey. And it's, in, it's interesting, Adele, because I think that's a natural transition point for executive assistants to 
to fall into because I feel that the role itself, uh, a huge component of it is um, advocating for our executive and, and, and encouraging and um, you know, supporting them to get to their goals. And that's not too dissimilar to what a good mentor does. Exactly. Would, would that be yeah. right, what you think? Yeah, well? I think so, 100%. Mm. And, you know, I think we, we, we've we got that, like you said, it, it's it's in our DNA. So it, it's mm. just a natural progression to do that. Yeah, it, it's just a, f- a fabulous feeling to be able to help someone achieve a goal, you know, or, or many goals, over, you know, over time. And, um mm. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. It, it's part of us. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that, I, you know, that is something that it, more EAs should delve into because they may not realise that point in, in that, you know, they, they are naturally mentors themselves. So to be able to help other EAs in their field or uh, colleagues or peers, you know, and everyone, everyone loves a wing, exactly. right? Someone in your corner backing backing you, and exactly. uh, if we each if we each did it for one another, it would make such a difference to all of our. Oh, lives. exactly, so, exactly. Um, and I think it's great, exactly. And mm. you know, it's 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 that whole generosity of spirit as well. When you do that, it, you you know, you give up a lot of your time when you're helping someone, but it it it's so f- fulfilling and rewarding. And um, you know, you can learn. And I think we've spoken to you know about this before. It doesn't matter what age someone is, you know, the, there's that whole cross-generational mentoring where you can learn from someone who's younger than you and vice versa. When I take someone on, I I learn from them as much as what they learn from me because I'm curious. I want to learn new things. So there's things that I, I don't know and I learn from them. It's a win-win. Yeah, and that's important too. I mean, you need that cross-generational um, aspect as well in life too. I know I've learned a lot from the 20-year-olds I've been working with and I, I'd hope that they've learned a lot from me and they have a different view, you know, particularly with the younger generation, I've, they've got a different view in, uh, in terms of looking through the lens and I quite, I, I find it quite satisfying in some ways that they are tackling things with quite a calm approach yep. where there's, you know, I think I, we were raised in a much more different sphere in that we, you know, we had to kind of worry a lot more. So I, I, there's a few things, a, a few leaves out of their book that I've certainly been taking. I think it's really important to talk to all ages of um, of different careers. Now on to, uh, you know, the parts of things you've been taking on this year in particular, the, the co-chair of Tribe Australia. Do you want to give us a little... Yeah, look, you know, that? I was completely honoured that uh, Phoenix Normand, um, who's the chief of Tribe, he approached Mina and I to co-chair together Tribe, the Australian chapter. That has been an enormous passion of both of ours and we've now just recently brought in... Um, Domenica and Sarah, who's um, our first officer, so we couldn't be more thrilled to have her on board. Tribe is actually evolving next year. There's some exciting things happening, which, you know, you need to watch that space, but um, Tribe is actually evolving into something that's really exciting and different. I think people will be very surprised. And so this is a network group that... That's right, that's right, isn't it? Yes. Um, well, EA's that's only. actually evolving. So watch that space. Uh, okay, okay. And then we've got the role of co-founder of Sorelli Events and that's shared with Mino Italiano. That's well. right. 
And, well, obviously this year's been a little bit more quiet, but you've probably got a few things in the pipeline for, for that as well. Yes, we do. It, it, actually, um, we've just been approached in the last week to do an event, um, seeing that our borders were open. Well, not our borders, but our Melbourne was coming out of lockdown, so we've been approached to do something. So we're looking at doing that um, probably later this year. A lot of our events have been rolled over to next year, but, you know, we're really excited about what the future might hold for the, for Sorelli because we're a, a bespoke event project management business and it's what we're passionate about. We love seeing people's ideas, what they want, and we can create something for them and, and to watch them say to Mina and I, wow, I can't believe you've just done that. I'm so thrilled. So, you know, we work with anyone from, you know, small to, to large Events, you know, we collaborate with um, hotels, wineries, private clubs and individuals. So, you know, we do anything from cocktail functions to book launches to dinners to, like, you know, anything and everything in between. Mm. And can I just ask, is that is there anything that you would coordinate for any online events? With well, we, events? We or is it just in person in Melbourne? Well, we have been approached to do something online as well, so we're looking at, at doing that. But a lot of the online events that we've been doing, um, Mina and I, we've been doing that via the tribe groups because obviously we've been wanting to bring yeah. some events and learning and development for our members. So we've done that more so with, with tribe than Sorelli. But, you know, we, we look at all of it so we can – package everything up. Well, they seem to work quite hand in hand, don't they, the um, Tribe Australian? Yeah, we do. Um, you need one and the other to kind of make Well, it it's, it's only because Tribe is also more, it's got a very entrepreneurial approach and we're, you know, Mina and I, we started a business, so that's, you know, we're starting our entrepreneurial life. Tribe supports all of that, you know, side hustles and, and businesses and, and whatnot. It, it, gives you all of that and and phoenix has been very supportive of mina and i and our business so and that's what he, he loves seeing about every member of tribe is that they become self-sufficient in bringing you know making money for themselves and mm. and yeah it's just been fantastic oh that's wonderful they were both this year weren't they the, those two um, so rally we started last year tribe Tribe's been around for a while. Um, I think it's three years in November that Phoenix started Tribe. But in Australia, we've been co-chairing Tribe since January of this year. And it's funny because even though we've been in stage four lockdown, our community has actually grown here in Australia quite a lot. We're really thrilled and stoked to have our members yeah, no, that's wonderful. And Adele, would there be anything that you'd like to share with our community in regards to an inspirational thing that you found that has really kept you going as an EA or something that you feel that you, you can't work without or if there's a resource that you use to keep connecting with? Is there anything that you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. Look, I think everyone that? really needs to look at joining some form of community, be it you know, whatever whatever you prefer out there in the wild, you know, could be tribe, could be, you know, sassy, it could be, you know, any of those communities. I think you need to find people that you can bounce ideas off and, and, and have a strong network of people behind you. I think that's very important, especially when you're coming into the role and you don't, you, you can't have conversations with people that, that are in, in the areas that, that don't understand where you're coming from because we, we're very, you know, being an EA, 
you're very um, OCD and we've got a little bit of an obsessive compulsive disorder where we, you know, we want to be in control of everything. We want to do everything quickly and have everything done really well. And, you know, people don't understand us unless they are us. So I think a community, if you find a community, you need to stick with the community that fits you. But also, you know, in relation to apps and things like that, I can't live without Teams and Zoom and, and you know, just my Outlook diary and, and you know, planners and all that sort of stuff. But also embrace knowledge. You know, there's so many webinars out there at the moment that are for free. I would definitely be jumping on any of those and learning different things because, our roles as EAs are changing as well. It's not purely what people used to do. It's you need to have that added value on as well and what what you can save the business, how much money you can make the business and, and all those sort of things. So I think if you can grasp and, and attend any of the webinars that, you know, there's, there's so many out there that, that, that are free as well so you don't have to pay quite a lot. But, you know, definitely be getting those as well. Oh, look, I, I, I know this year's been great for that. I mean, on a positive note, it's been nice to be able to, for EAs to connect online to several other EAs or other organisations, communities, networks that, that have opened up their businesses online, which I think made a big impact to our career. Yeah. And, you know, it is true. You've got to keep learning. Exactly. And I think another word I thought of was that we, sometimes we can feel quite unique in, compared to others that we work with and a little bit segregated that we need our own people, our own community, don't we, to just to reconnect with and just to make sure that we are on the right track and that there's nothing new that we should be doing or, you know. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because you and I, you know, we know so many different people from different networks, but we're all, we're all passionate. We're all friends. Everyone's willing to help each other out. There's, there's not that competition, if you know what I mean. And I think that's important as well is that above it all, we're all just passionate about our roles and advocating because at the end of the day, we're all humans. We want, we want to excel and we haven't had a voice up until probably in the last 10 years, really. We were just really just doing the role, getting the job done. And now, we, you know, we've got that voice. We need to all band together and, and put that out there where we are executive assistants, but we're really good at what we do and we're so much more than what anyone thinks we are. Look, and I think that's so true, Adele, and particularly us fine, you know, EAs collaborating on that, on that space, you know, in the last... Yeah, five to ten years, it's been so, so different. And not only here in Australia or in our own capital cities, but also abroad, you know, like particularly the amount of people I've met in the last five years from the UK, the USA, and I thought I, I would never have thought that I would ever meet you know, like-minded people, you know, that far away. But somehow we've managed to connect and and it is because of the work we do. We, we connect on that basis, which I think is exactly. incredible. And it's such exactly. a Exactly. And, you know, it was funny. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but, you know, just to give you an idea, you know, how you were saying about overseas and whatnot, we're, we're obviously, Mina and I and Dominica, we're very close with our New Zealand tribe and Carol is and her team are just outstanding. But... You know, even this morning, me and myself and Domenico, you know, we caught up with Skevy from the PA Way, Paula and Samina, who are both from England as well. You know, and we're just good friends at the end of the day as well. You know, we, we've all worked 
in the space. We know how hard it is and they just get, you know, we all just get each other. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think it's speaking the same language exactly. no matter where you live. It's just understanding each other to that end level, which is, oh, that's really nice to hear. You know, and there's more people that we should be connecting with. I know that through podcasts like this, it helps bring those people, you know, out to, to touch base, which is really nice and hopefully we'll hear some more people through this. Uh, Adele, if there's a, a way of anyone contacting yeah. you or wanting to get touch base, yeah, they can either find me on LinkedIn. I'll also provide you the end of this with our email address. But, you know, my email address is Adele underscore Selby at Outlook.com. But if you look at for me on LinkedIn and you can connect with me, I always love a bit of a conversation. I'm a bit like, I'm a bit like Nick Ginsburg. You know, we, we, we like a little bit of a chat. So I'm happy to, to speak with anyone or you can even email me and or Mina at, um, join us at tribe. AUS.com, but I'll, I'll give you all the um, email addresses and so forth that you can pop, pop at the end of the podcast if you like. Yeah, I'd love that. And, and the other thing that's great about you know talking to you and someone, another contact in Melbourne is that you know yourself when you might need someone, an EA to touch base with about, you know, co- accommodation or about various questions. You know, if there's a convention happening, you need to know how far away something is in particular and what's the best um, place to stay. They're all wonderful ways oh, of working with other EAs and just saying, like, can you give me a hand? And I don't think there's a, an EA I know that would not, you know, and no, exactly. You know, and no, exactly. And to. at the end of the day, why hold those answers to you close to your chest you know it, it it's again that generosity of spirit and you know you and i met how long ago was it maybe was it a year ago do you think and we just um, yeah, yeah we yeah, just think, clicked yeah, quickly and um yeah it, and you're you're in canberra i'm so disappointed that i haven't you know haven't traveled to canberra yet but if you know when i do we're definitely having a few drinks uh, it's been an absolute delight to, to get to know you as well as Kelly. You've been an amazing advocate for the EAs and, you know, an inspirational person for us all to, to aspire to. Oh, thank you, Adele. Well, it's it's a joy, you know, it's, it's a passion and a joy for me to do the work I do. So I just love talking to EAs every day and all day. And it's it's nice to be able to hear everyone's journey and story. And we all have a, a our own blueprint, as I put it, and we get the job done we do. the day. So it's been a pleasure well, talking thank you, with you tonight. And I hope you have a lovely freedom. weekend. <laughs> I'm freedom. Um, Freedom. We'll end on that note, Dell, and we'll chat again soon. I Lovely. Thank you so much, Ursula. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now.